Hey guys, before we start this special Q&A edition of the Music is Win podcast, which is going to be happening one time per month, I'd like to thank the sponsor of the show, Audioblocks. With over 100,000 studio quality sound clips, loops, sound effects, and more. Something, uh, maybe, maybe something like this that you may be looking for. Oh, that was magical. Or maybe, you know, a nice big chord. Audioblocks has you covered. Just go to audioblocks.com slash win. That's A-U-D-I-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash win. Just head over to Audioblocks. We're giving out a seven-day free trial. And now let's start the special Q&A show. It's q and time. It's q and time. It's q and time. You got that Q? I got that A. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that ending. You got that Q? Oh, you sang. I got that A. It was beautiful. It's Q&A time. time here on the Music is Win podcast. Like I said, this is going to be a one time per month pod, and I'll usually ask for your questions on Facebook or Twitter so you can... Be on the lookout for that. Going to be towards the end of each month. So I'm probably not going to be able to answer any of these questions. Well, some of them you can chime in. Okay. I tried to blend, you but know. I can ask them to you. I was hoping you would be the MC. I'll do it. And uh, how many questions do we have? How long is this going to be? As long as our usual one. I would say this is a standard length. You know, okay. forty minutes or so. Okay. This seems to be our average. So uh, let's All right. Let's jump in. Just jumping right in? Yeah. Okay. What's our first question? You oh. tell me. Okay, so we're going in order. Yeah, in so order. read read the name. Okay. And then you oh can God, ask the I'm questions. terrible at names. Okay. I'll do my best. Um our first question is from Brooks Durkowski. Um Brooks asks, "What's your favorite Halloween candy?" Oh, I can answer that one too. But Tyler, you go first. My favorite Halloween candy is actually in this little pumpkin. Wait, hold on. Let me guess what it is. You already know. Because and if you don't get it right, there may be a well, problem. Well, I bought the candy for the podcast, for the Halloween podcast, and I specifically got candy that you and I both like. And what I got for you was the Butterfingers. Am mm. I right? Butterfinger is my favorite if I have to choose one. Here we go. Little Butterfinger, little plug for Butterfinger. The only I'm sure thing they I need don't it. like about Butterfingers is they kind of get stuck in your teeth. Or at least well, they, they just that, they last forever then. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I bet your favorite is Twix. Yes. That nice cookie crunch. I love Twix. Twix is my favorite. Although my other favorite, which is also a pea, peanut buttery treat, is Reese's. So Do you say Reese's or Reese's? I, I think in the South, we pronounce it wrong and we pronounce it Reese's. Oops. But I'm pretty sure uh, that's not right. But bad depth perception. <laughs> I pronounce it Reese's Pieces. Pieces. <laughs> that is so wrong. <laughs> I know, it's so wrong. Reese's Pieces. Reese's, I know, it doesn't make any sense. I can't explain it's cute. it. Uh, Reese's Pieces. So we're both chocolate lovers. And peanut butter for me. Uh-huh, and peanut butter. I don't really like the sour candies. Like, Starbursts are okay, but, like, I would definitely go towards the chocolate candy. I think I had way too many 
sour yeah, and non-chocolate like, like candy Skittles when I was nearly. younger. Yeah. I used to eat like Airheads and Nerds I Rope. I used to do that too. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Or that what about the Sour Heads? What were they Warheads? called? Warheads. Warheads. Um, okay. So next what's next? Question? Yeah. Um, this one comes from Thomas Clevers. How clever of him. He asks, thoughts on other YouTube instructors? Question mark. Uh, there are some really good ones. I met a couple at GitCon. Yeah, you did. You met a lot. First one that comes to mind is David Wallerman. Uh, check him out. He's great. Uh, another who comes to mind was in that jam video that I recently posted. His name's Troy Grady. And he goes into the, the technical side of guitar playing. Uh, so check him out. Who else am I missing? Chris Zupa is a great He's instructor really funny for too. Uh, for like learning covers and stuff. If you want to learn guitar solos, definitely check him out. Um, I mean, I'm definitely leaving out a bunch of people. But what about? I have a question for you, Tyler. So, who do you look for on YouTube for instruction for guitar? Like, who is your? Does anybody influence mm-hmm. you in that way? Mm-hmm. Good question, huh? I don't n- anymore. I don't really look anymore regarding that type of thing. If I see a catchy title, then I'll check out what it so is. So you don't have any YouTube instructors that you I mean, I follow them you? that so inspired me to do it. Yeah. Mm, no. Wow. Okay. Just wondering. Not necessarily. I, I had YouTubers that I looked up to for other types of content, but for education, I kind of went my own way. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. Okay. This one comes from Night Pikachu 3 Should I read the Twitter handle? No, no. Oh, just the name. Okay. Um, he asks, or she, I don't know, can you make money out of music, not YouTube? So if I have music in my hands... <laughs> Can I somehow turn it into money? <laughs> that would be making money out of music, right? Mm-hmm. I would say uh, the answer is yes, but with many caveats. How would you do it? If you didn't have YouTube, how would you try to make money with music? Uh, I would probably be a busking musician. Oh, yeah. You did that actually once. The one time I ever did that, I was raising money for homeless people. And you made a lot of money. And I made more money than I ever made like playing shows. Yeah, that was really cool. Tell him what you did. There's a video on his um, YouTube probably from way long time ago. It's it's called Hendrix Feeds the Hungry. And I just played music on the streets of Asheville. And people would come up and give a dollar and for their contribution... They would spin a little wheel that I made, and it would land on one of any various Hendrix songs that I would play it. That was really it. fun. And then we and then we bought pizza, bought a bunch of pizza, and gave it to homeless people with the money. Yep, in the freezing cold, it was so cold. Yep. I mean, but at least at least we I, fed some hungry yeah. cold people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really cool. I would busk. It, you don't have to deal with stupid club promoters or any crap like you that. Get straight up cash. You just yeah, straight up cash. You and can if you come be up a one man show. If it, you come up with something creative like that, that get that gets people involved more, mm-hmm. I think you'll be more successful too. Yeah, definitely 
it, it it's easier to rely on yourself too than a mm-hmm. whole band. Yep. Start solo makes you way better musician and then move from there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So next one is from Richard. Um, Guidici. Guidici. Oh, wow. That was, that's probably Seems right. Italian or yeah. something. Okay. So what techniques, what techniques, Techniques. Your speaking technique needs work. What techniques or styles are you currently trying to master? I'd love to get a glimpse of what that teacher is learning. There's got to be something. A guitarist's journey is never complete, no matter how awesome they are. Exclamation point. Agree with that. Uh, Richard, techniques. I'm not necessarily working on too many techniques. I, I actually did, I the most recent technique I worked on was the Phil X thing where you do a double stop bend where you're bending one note and another note is ringing on your lower finger and then you reach across behind your fretting notes and pull the string up. So it's like a bend from behind the notes that you're bending with your fretting hand and that achieves a really cool like crazy effect. So that would be a technique that I... Currently, I wouldn't say I mastered it, but it, I can fake it pretty good now. Um, Any other ones? Styles. Uh, I just did a super creepy riff video, so I was getting into my metal, you know, kind of angry, aggressive guitar style. I'd say that's the answer. Okay, good. Next one comes from Carlos Bazo. L. Could you please give some advice on keeping the left hand relaxed, please? Lately, I've been trying some technical stuff and my hand slash arm gets tense. Already tried readjusting my playing position and so on. Thanks. This is uh, something that happens. Your left hand will get super tense because your muscles aren't used to working that hard. And that's just an indication that you're A, improving, and B, you need to continue to practice and improve your dexterity and a big thing that can help you expedite that process is breathe (sighs) because uh when you're when you're playing fast uh you know keeping the left hand relaxed technical stuff your brain you're really concentrating hard and you forget to breathe Hmm. so nice pay attention Okay, next one is from Josh Albritton. I hope I said that right. If you were locked away in a cold, creepy dungeon harbored by a deranged, (laughs) tone-deaf lunatic and were allowed one song to listen to on repeat 24-7, what would that song be and for what reason? Huh. If I were locked away... Oh, this reminds me of Walking Dead. Remember they put him in that room and they oh, play that yeah, song yeah. over and over and over. So basically this song's going to drive me crazy. Yeah. Unless I pick the right one. Yep. And it would probably have to be kind of motivating to motivate you to break out of the psycho person's basement. Or you know whatever. what song I would do? It would be just based on that. I would do a song by Zero Seven called end theme how does it go it's a string sing it for us it's it's an instrumental oh it's instrumental and it it's a string orchestration type uh, arrangement with drums 
uh, like a real drum set. And I don't know. It doesn't see, it's kind of seems like it could just keep going forever. So I wouldn't feel like I'm listening to the same song. Is this it? Yeah. cool part that's a cool one anyways it kind of keeps going so i wouldn't want to listen to a song that's normal like verse chorus blah 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 because then it's like holy crap how many times i heard this song but that song has like a cyclical what if you had to pick one endless lyrics though Eh. (laughs) he didn't specify that so no I'm, i'm sticking with my original Okay, next one comes from Eric Blind. Why is there so much negativity towards learning the five positions of the major scale, caged, in favor of three notes per string? To me, the caged system is just a visualization tool, but playing fast and fluently is a product of your own effort. I don't see how someone can't shred learning the scale that way if they actually try. What's your take on that? Uh, Is there negativity? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there is, Eric, but uh, I would say the reason that three notes per string is better, uh, quote-unquote better, is because it does facilitate quicker and more expressive playing, in my opinion. So the cage system is something that is primarily useful for sight reading. That's where it was derived from, and there are are different positions, as you said here, different positions of the caged scale, it's caged fingering system. So it's not wrong. It's just not as ergonomically friendly as three note per string scales. And another advantage of three note per string scales is that you can immediately learn any key of any mode position of any scale if you memorize these little shapes, these little boxes. So it's a bang for your buck type thing. And wow. I wouldn't say that, that answer is just thrilling. <laughs> wow. Hey, I bet, I bet <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. How energizing. I just, uh, it's hanging on every word. Yeah. You, that wasn't interesting for you. <laughs> no, but I'm sure it's well, very think about interesting this. to everybody. Okay. Else. Here, here are the guitar players who endorse three note per string. Joe Satriani, Paul Gilbert, John Petrucci, Steve Vai. So those are the guitar players that I like. That's why I teach that type of stuff. But, uh, you know, a lot of jazz guitar players or other guitar players use the cage system. There's nothing wrong with that either. All right. Next question comes from Tyler Michael Pierce. Do you and or Bethany, oh, thank you for including me, play any video games? If so, what are some of your favorites? BTW, by the way, love your videos, dude. You, along with Jared Dines, have inspired me to get back into playing the guitar. Keep shredding. Oh, he's opening a butter <laughs> oh, no, this finger. one's all broken. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want something, too. Mm, um, about the video games, yeah. Tyler does play video games. Um, I, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. What do you play, Tyler? Uh, right now, I just play Halo 5. And call of, or uh, and Madden, eighteen. I used to and play Halo and like it, but I don't know. I'm just not really into video games anymore. What was your favorite video game growing up? Um, I played 
007. Do you know that one? Do I know it? And then, of Golden course, Eye. like Mario Kart, Sonic, if you want to go way back. Yeah, Mario Kart and Mario Tennis were uh, probably the two most addictive games. But then I also played a roller-playing game called The Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Anybody remember that one? Uh, that's evolved into like the best RPG game of all time. I think the, uh, the oh follow-ups that Reese's is so good. Oh my God. I haven't had chocolate in so long. <laughs> um, okay. So next one. Yep. Are we done with that one? Okay. Let's do it. Um, next up we have Caitlin Strope. When did you start playing guitar and did you take any lessons? And since you said this is going along with your Halloween special, what's your favorite scary movie? Wow. She has a lot of good ones. Or is it a guy? Caitlin? Uh, I would say that's a girl. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin. You know, there's like Kelly. I don't know. I'm going to go with a girl on this one. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was like in high school. That's when I got serious. Did I take any lessons? Sort of. I took lessons from a certain point to a certain point when I was younger, but the only meaningful lessons I really got were in college. As far as my favorite scary movie, that is tough because I'm there's different in this answer. There's different answers depending on the subgenre of scary because I'm a you big have fan. To pick one, Tyler. Well, let me just say I'm a big fan of horror comedies. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a big fan of just traditional horror movies. I think this is more traditional. But uh, why don't you give two answers? Okay, Cabin in the Woods, I think would probably That's be a the most comedy though. Yeah. Okay. So that would be like the most rewatchable, just hilarious and scary, awesome movie. Uh, and then as far as favorite, just horror movie. Is it the Blair Witch Project? What? I think that could be it. I wasn't going to. I didn't expect that. Well, because I love found footage. Hmm. So it could mm-hmm. be paranormal activity yeah, also. Yeah, you love the paranormal activities. Any paranormal movie, I'm in. I don't or care Or what if about it's... The Conjuring? No? Well, yeah, that's a paranormal movie. Well, yeah. Basically, even if it's a C-list movie, I'm watching it. I don't care. I'll watch like those... Ter- you know how Netflix has just tons of awful, terrible movies? If it's paranormal... Like Zombievers. <laughs> and a lot of these are on our Halloween podcast. I have them on. Okay. Have you looked at what I wrote down for that? No. I have a lot of these movies that you're saying on the Halloween podcast. Yeah. So Monday, uh, we're going to, you know, we release this podcast uh, every Monday, but this is a bonus Q&A once a month episode. But this coming Monday, October 30th, we're doing our Halloween show. So make sure you tune in for that to see what, we're going to be dressed up as in what oh, we talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't That's forget. That's going to be fun. Um, before we move on, I want to take a quick pause to talk about audioblocks. No way. So I use audioblocks for literally every sound that you hear in this podcast. And it's great for backing tracks and sound effects, pretty much any type of noise that you need for your projects or guitar practicing this is where you want to go audioblocks.com slash music is win and i actually picked out a couple cool jam tracks that bethany i think you'll immediately start dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's a hundred thousand uh, different loops, sound effects, etc., etc. Check this one out. Kind of got like a U2 '80s vibe. Mm-hmm. Just head over to AudioBlocks. We're giving out a seven-day free trial. All you have to do is go to audioblocks.com slash music is win. A-U-D-I-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash music is win to get your free seven-day trial and all the audio you can imagine. It's free. Why not? And uh, I love free I things. thought I did a pretty good job on that sponsorship read, right? Mm-hmm. Would you cheer for me? Oh, my gosh. That's also from Audio Blocks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. That, no, no. That's enough. That's a, no, no, no. Please, no. No more. No. Sit down. Sit Do down. I have dark chocolate in my teeth? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That would, I would feel foolish. Okay. Um, next question is from Lucas Lef, Lefnur. Lefnur. God, you're really good at that. Um, would you give me all your PRS guitars? I can trade a near mint condition pick. Haha, <laughs> smiley face. Any date for Guitar Super System Level 3? Ooh, uh, well, the first answer is no, Lucas. <laughs> sorry. I like it's a it's a nice offer, but I'm going to have to decline <laughs> this time. Politely. Uh, any date for Guitar Super System Level 3? Why, yes. Uh, sometime in December, but I will be promoting that as the date draws That's nearer. That's so exciting. Yeah, this is really exciting for me. And on top of that, I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, re. I'm going to be doing updates to my other Guitar Super System courses. To, you know, I I made them years ago and have continually updated them. But I'm going to do a huge overhaul. And speaking of that, you guys actually should jump on a Halloween sale that's happening, ending at midnight on uh, Halloween, 11:59 p.m. That is. Uh, everything is 80% off and I'll put those links down in the description. What a good Christmas present. Halloween, Christmas. Yeah, this is just the best. I love the holidays. Me too. Okay, next question comes from Eric Sargson. Sargson? Sargson. I I don't know, that's hard. How did you get the idea to collaborate with Jared Dines, Pete Cottrell, did I say that right? etc for the jam you recently posted on your channel uh i basically just sent an email to every youtuber that i thought was awesome and the ones who responded i was like sweet i I didn't expect to get many responses just because you think about contacting some of these people and you're like i wonder if i'm gonna hear back tyler always says this he's like i sent an email out to people and you never know if they're gonna respond and they always do it's so funny people well, just really want to work with you, I guess. Well, when you think about it, it's stuff. hard to, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to get in touch with people. Mm-hmm. But I basically was just like, I watch these people all the time. I want to make a video with them. And it's hard to make videos when you're not in person. So I was like, what's the easiest way I can make a video with all these people? 
how about a massive jam and and luckily a lot of them came yeah, through pretty much That's awesome i only you know i didn't get everybody but maybe there'll be a part two mm-hmm. and uh that one's called the best youtube the best guitar players on youtube and me epic jam so go check that out it's probably the coolest video i've made in quite some time if not ever it is pretty awesome Okay, next is from Tyler Laycock. This has nothing to do with guitar, but how did you and your wife meet? You two are such a cute couple, and mm. I would love to hear your story. Oh. How did we meet? Oh, gosh, so romantic. <laughs> well, we met through some mutual friends, but Bethany was quite taken by me, I would say. Oh, my God. And I <laughs> played hard to get. Okay, let me tell this. I didn't even so, get to finish it. Well, yeah. Well, hold on. Okay, let me, you let go. Interject. Well, Tyler moved to Asheville with his band, which a lot of you don't know. He was in about three bands when I met him, and but you were only in one when I met you. So he moved here mm-hmm. with his band. They lived in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, the four of them did. And one night, me and my friend went over to hang out with them. And Tyler came in, I will never forget. (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing at? Carrying a case of Miller High Life. Champagne of beers, baby. We were in, where I was in college, you were out of college. So just, you were just classy. Were you even of age? I don't think you were 21 yet. I was 20. I was 20. We do not condone underage drinking, by the way. Well, how do we know I drank those beers? <laughs> yeah, how do we know? <laughs> Wonder. Um. So anyways, you came in with a case of Miller High Life in one hand, and with the other hand, you shook my hand and said, hi, nice to meet you. That's how, So that's literally the moment we met. Yeah, that was, uh, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. And then... I let you win. Yeah, we a, like flirted a little bit. A drinking but game. Nothing really came of it. Yeah. Because you did play hard to get. And I so figured, did I. We were both playing hard well, to get. Well, there were a bunch of people there. So I was like, I ain't trying to make a fool of myself. Take note, guys. If you like a, a girl or a girls, if you like a guy, maybe this works both ways. Just ignore them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and they will, if they like you, then or I they'll be like, I don't what even if? think if you purposefully ignore. I just think if you're not obsessed with finding someone and you just have fun on your own, then it'll naturally happen. Yeah. So neither of us were were trying to trying. hook up. We were just like, mm-hmm. let's we're have like, fun. Okay, bye. Good, good meeting story there. What's next? Okay, Lincoln Samuel says, would you like to make a jam video featuring students who follow the guitar super system? This is a great idea. Uh, I would definitely like to feature students in my course uh i don't know how i mean the thing is i have tens of thousands of students so i would have to figure out a fair way to feature people uh so maybe if you guys want to leave comments on how i might be able to do that but i think that's a really great idea i would love to see that thanks lincoln okay next question is from chris zupa who's that I've heard of him. <laughs> if you could collaborate on a song with any other guitarist slash songwriter, who would it be? Hmm. Justin Bieber. Taylor Swift? 
No, no. Mariah Carey. <laughs> Does she write her own songs? Uh, I would say, I think it would be so cool to do something with John Mayer. Uh, love him. There were, you know, there were people when I was at Berkeley that got to do that. They're just, I don't know how they got He's chosen. He's a really good lyricist. Yeah, I mean, I would just have fun. And guitarist. Yeah, just, I would do, I would want to do something in the vein of his trio style, like a mm-hmm. blues, awesome. And he plays PRS, so. Yeah. Perfect. I think that would be really fun. Cool. Um, does your PRS gent comes from, oh, this name is like in a different language. How? Well. The it, question it is, like, does it gent? Does I, my PRS I, gent? I'm sorry. I don't know how to read that. For those of you listening to the podcast, you're just going to have to use your imagination. But this is my PRS. For those of you watching, does my PRS gent? You tell me. What do you think, Bethany? Did it gent? Oh, it gented. <laughs> Is that the past it, tense? It jaunt. It, <laughs> <laughs> it uh, jaunt. Okay, Caleb Gregory asks, what advice do you have for young musicians? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Hmm. I feel like we kind of covered some of it with the busking answer from earlier, but... For young musicians, the most important advice I can give is to play every day, even if it's just for like a few minutes. You should never have to force it. Don't be like, ugh, I have to practice. You don't always have to practice. Just pick it up and strum or whatever your instrument is. Play it. How often, how long every day would you say you play? I probably play at least three or four hours a day. <clears throat> That's crazy. And not everybody has that time luxury. Yeah. But even if it's just, you know, 30 minutes. But that necessar- isn't necessarily practice. That's, right. you know, when I'm making videos or I'm coming up with ideas or just improvising, honing my, I'm not necessarily spending more than an hour of dedicated practice per day. It's but more about some days consistency, it's like, yeah, right? Some days I can go, sometimes t- only really practice for a few hours a week mm-hmm. but that's because i've been playing for many years but in the early stages you kind of have to fall in love with practicing and playing and then you had to at school too yeah i mean that was a different situation but i think the you were forced yeah i some people don't like to think of music as an academic uh thing mm-hmm. but uh i think the most important thing Just put your hands on the instrument every day, even if it's just for a few minutes. Good advice. Dalton Thomas says, can you do a lesson on legato and tremolo picking? I've done many lessons on this in my course, Modern Rock Guitar Techniques. What about for free? For free? Uh, Yeah. Just type in in legato music is win on YouTube and you'll find it. Oh, easy. And then tremolo picking, I mean, there's not really much to that. It's just alternate picking really, really fast on one string. So uh, for free, I would say <laughs> eight eight tips to improve your picking speed. Music is win. That's what you want to search on YouTube. Very cool. 
Um, Nico Dino Giovanni says, which is worth learning to improve ability, music theory or covers? Yes. Uh-huh. I knew Both. it. Both things. There is no one is better than the other. There. If you had to pick, Tyler. Uh... In a world where Covers. you can only have one. Oh, okay. Because your ability, I mean, I don't know what that means necessarily, but music theory, you can learn music theory, but you don't know necessarily how to apply it or practice it unless you have, you know, covers or whatever. Analyzing something to apply the music theory to is important there. So if you're just learning covers by ear, that's how I started learning guitar and that's how most people it's ever... It's probably more fun. Too. It's way more fun and that's 95% of guitar players are people who play by ear and know the pentatonic scale. All right. Um, Milan Georgiev. I don't know if I said that right. Georgiev. I know and I probably have like put a southern accent on it. Um, do you have the time for private lessons like Skype or FaceTime? Uh, no. <laughs> Which is why I make the courses because... You can get... You thought about doing that a way long time ago. Well, I did for... Oh, you did? I did for a couple months, but oh. then I got too many... Inquiries. Yeah. It, not I'm not bragging about that. It was just <laughs> like a... I, I have no time to make YouTube videos or to practice for myself. So yeah. it got overwhelming to manage as one person. And really, you will get so much more out of my guitar courses than you would. I mean, it's cool, obviously, to have a live lesson not downplaying that but as far as the bang for your buck and all that good stuff i would definitely go with the courses because that's all i offer um lola springer asks where should people start when getting into playing jazz what music theory to master slash what chords to focus on uh major scale is what you want there and then as far as what chords to focus on, uh, seventh chords. So major, minor, augmented, diminished, minor seven flat five, dominant. Those would be the, the heavy hitters. I have a video on YouTube for free called... <laughs> you like saying that. You started it. <laughs> 86 uh, guitar chords or something like that. 80, the only... It's basically every chord you could possibly need. Multiple voicings. Yeah. So, yeah. Check that out. Guitar Super System, of course, is the uh, based off the higher education curriculum, which is kind of based around jazz, although I don't deliver it in a jazz way. Also, oh, another faux free. How about uh, my free jazz guitar course? Oh, yeah. I gave that out, I think, last spring as just like a thank you to you guys for um supporting just, me <laughs> for existing <laughs> just so because you can find that on my uh where all my other guitar courses live on jazz Udemy. it's called jazz guitar tips tricks and licks skander bulila boyuya Bo i don't know how to say that one boyuya is there a special way to practice the modes of the major scale in order to shred without sounding like playing scales or a different way to visualize the fretboard in order to achieve the sequence of notes that belongs to different modes each? Thanks, Tyler. Thumbs up. 
These are really getting down in the uh, music uh, theory rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, I, I have no idea what that says. Uh, basically, he's saying, how do I learn scales or play scales but not sound like a robot? Like, that's called finding your voice on the guitar. And I recommend doing this thing called home riffs, which is where you find a really sweet lick. And then you learn it everywhere on the guitar neck. And then that's like your foundation. And then in between that, maybe you do some of the robotic stuff, but then you find that home, that sweet spot, wherever it may be on the guitar neck, and it kind of acts as a more organic musical outlet for you instead of always being stuck in the boxes. That's a uh, guitar super system concept. That seems like a good little trick to beat the system. I would say it's a big little trick. Oh, wait. <laughs> Good, big trick. <laughs> yeah. I still laughed. I still thought it was funny. Good one. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's all the questions. Wow. That was uh that was fun. I I I don't since this is the first Q and A, I'm wondering how many uh like theory kind of more boring for you questions I should choose and how mm -hmm. many kind of more goofy well, I'm ones sure you guys can comment and let tyler know did you guys like this kind of music theory guitar heavy q a or would you like kind of more goofy slash life stuff you had a in? mix of everything in there yeah which was nice it's all about you guys we just want to do what you want to listen to mm -hmm. and have fun ourselves but um yeah and i don't mind the theory questions you know it's like you're speaking a different language it's i try cool. and i try and explain it to you also mm -hmm. to try and yeah. make it make sense you to do you. you do very well so uh all right guys well thanks for watching and or downloading listening on itunes uh or soundcloud you can also listen on there and you can follow bethany on twitter at yeah, I, I said it wrong last time <laughs> No, wait, I think, okay. Anyways, at, at Twitter, at BethLars07. On oh. Instagram, BethanyLars. Hmm. Okay. Yep. And I'm at MusicIsWin. Send in hashtag MIWFaceMail, which is a video message on Twitter if you want to be on Monday's podcast or a future podcast. I know there's not a lot of people doing that, so you, you have, have a, a good, good chance. chance of being on the podcast and Tyler answering your questions. So go do that. All righty. Well, until next time, guys, thanks a lot, and we'll see you on Halloween.